Hey guys, welcome back to the Take Control Podcast with your host, Darielle, and our show is produced by DJ Durrell. Unfortunately, Brandy could not be with us this week, um, but I did want to give you guys a show, and I am going to do this one a little differently because it is just me, and I'm just going to talk to you guys a little bit about um, things that I have going on personally. My way to work, so um, I'm by myself and just I've been in my feelings a lot lately, so I'm just gonna give it to you. So, one of my biggest issues or challenges that I have been facing um, this year, as you guys already know, is how losing control and trying to get my life back in order and I will say that I am definitely in a different and better space than I was from January and then from October when we started the show up until now in December so I am thankful for that but I know I still have a long way to go a long way to go and I am not where I want to be exactly but like I said I'm thankful for being in a better place and that I have some growth and I am not still where I was at the beginning of the year um, another thing that I've been dealing with that is a major issue in my life is my son well one of my sons has trouble at school um he has anger issues behavior issues and it is just so overwhelming to the point where I just have no words for the situation it just makes me either upset or I cry about it and I just really don't know what to do because it's frustrating especially because if I'm working or I'm in school and I'm getting in getting phone calls every day from his school like you know he needs to be picked up he got in trouble and when I say every day I mean literally every day it's, it's a challenge and it's starting to affect everything in our lives um including my youngest son who is three he's starting to pick up on some of Royce's bad habits so it's like not now I'm dealing with two, you know, two kids that are acting out versus one. And granted, MJ is not as bad at all, but he does pick up on some of, you know, uh, throwing things, uh, falling out, throwing temper tantrums, and yelling and things like that so it's a challenge for me and I also take a lot of the blame for that because I am a yeller I am an angry person and I know that if they see me doing it they're going to do it but I know that there are also other things that's going on with my kid that is causing these behaviors and it's like I don't know what the problem is and it's frustrating for me because I have family or I have, you know, people that I know or associate with that have all of their own opinions and it's 
they want to blame my breakup they want to blame um maybe his dad or they want to blame um maybe he doesn't like his school maybe he doesn't want to learn or he just wants attention and it's like okay those could be some of the things but it's like everybody feels like they have the answers and they know what's going on with my kid and they know what goes on in my home and that's frustrating to me it's to the point where I just don't talk to people about it because it's just so annoying and I know that I have an issue when it comes to people talking to me about my kids and giving their opinion I don't like it I'm going for it and I immediately get defensive and I'm trying to work on that but it's just frustrating when you have people on the outside looking in that don't really know but they're making all these assumptions and just making you feel shitty and it pisses you off and that's just how I've been feeling and that's why I get so defensive because it's just like as a mom I am doing everything in my power to figure out what's going on to help him to better him and to have people looking at you like you're you're not doing anything or you're the issue who don't know what the fuck is going on it's it's very frustrating so I just keep it to myself I don't I don't really talk too much about it to other people um unless it comes up but I think a lot of the issues started because when he was growing up of course you know he's the only child um his father was not really active in his life he wasn't consistent in his life and you know his dad was in and out of jail you know as when he was a baby so my family and his dad's family really picked up the slap for his dad and we spoiled him like he got to do whatever he wanted he was the first grandchild and no more grandchildren came until four years later so he was the only grandchild and everybody just loved him so he got a lot of special treatment and so number one um can be a spoiled too because he had so much family he got to bounce around in different homes so like his grandparents <clears throat> on his dad's side would literally get him every month for a week since he was a baby every single month they would get him for a whole week and I and I'm t- 21 so I'm 2021, so I'm still young. I'm partying. I'm kicking. I got to have fun. Like I really got to have fun because I had bre- I had bomb ass breaks. So him going, being able to go over there, him being at my parents' house, him being at my grandma's house, him being at my aunt's house, just all these different places. All these people don't run their house the same. All these people have different rules. All these people have things that he can get away with. And with me being young, I'm not being strict on him. I I don't have set rules. I don't have no type of structure for myself. So I don't have no structure for my kid. So he literally got to do whatever he wanted to do. And then he wasn't really in childcare either. So he stayed home. So um, I think that played a factor as well in you know how his behavior is now because when he doesn't get his way he's 
on top of that, um, I don't really know how much his dad affects affects him because his dad is in his life actively and consistently now, and I think it's been that way since he was about um, three or four. So um, I don't think he really acknowledges if he has any type of issues. Um, I guess that's the conversation him and I will have to have maybe when he gets a little older but so I don't know if that plays a role so I'm not gonna really bring that up but um he did have uh, my boyfriend at the time as a father figure and he him and I were together when Royce was one he didn't meet him then but I really don't know exactly when I brought him around, but I know it was a while before I let them meet, but when he did meet him, you know, he basically stepped in and took that role, so Royce did have him, and they have a great bond to this day, so he definitely had somebody to look up to, somebody to talk to, a father figure who was taking him to get, you know, his haircuts and things like that, and he's very involved with things that goes Go, goes on at school so when things aren't going well and they're calling us for meetings and things like that he's he's at the meeting so he disciplines him and everything and I allowed him to do that because you know we our relationship was serious and because he had been there since he was one year old he I felt like he had that right you're beside me helping me raise him so you have the right to discipline him so I do allow him to discipline him and I remember when he was younger him and I had a talk and he was telling me like you know you need to try to get him together now because when he gets older it's just gonna get worse and now we're looking up and my son is seven years old and it's gotten worse and the thing about it is like when he's at home He's not as bad as he's at school. At home, he may throw things sometimes. He may get upset. He may say some things. He may not listen. I might have to repeat myself a couple times. But when he goes to school, it's a totally different ballgame. When I say throwing chairs, he's been in trouble. And this is not just this year. This is from, like, pre-K up until now. Um, hitting teachers, hitting other students, getting into fights, throwing his teacher's things around on the floor, running around the school, just saying ignorant things. And I'm just like, who are you? I did not raise you to be disrespectful. I don't allow you to talk to me crazy. You don't put your hands on me. So it was like, when you go to school, why are you doing these things? And... At this point now, he has a counselor that goes and visit him once a week. Um, he is on a strict behavior plan. They're trying to link him with some people at OSU who can basically step in as well. And like I said, I just don't know what to do anymore. It's very frustrating for me because when I talk to him, he he shuts down it's like oh I don't know why I did that I don't know why I got angry or it's like well I didn't listen to my teacher so they sent me to peak so I got upset and it's just like I try to explain to him that your reaction has to be positive because if you're being negative when they tell you to do something 
you're getting all worked up. And we try to counter to him method. We try, um, I know they allow him, he likes to sit in his cubby, so they allow him to sit in his cubby to calm down. And they necessarily don't send him to peak to stay there for the whole day, but they allow him to go there because it's a resolution room. So they let him sit there for 10 minutes to try to calm down or go to the office 10 minutes to calm down. And they allow him to come back to the classroom when he's feeling better. So he has all these different options. And I noticed that when he is upset, he it makes him worse if somebody's yelling at him or somebody's criticizing him or he's feeling like somebody is making him feel like a bad kid. And he really needs that one-on-one attention. And he responds better when he has one-on-one attention. Which brings me to my next point. Having MJ, that's when I really noticed the behavior taking a turn. As far as him throwing actual fits, like throwing things around the room, that's when I noticed that. And granted, I don't think that he's jealous of his brother. He loves his brother. He is an amazing big brother to MJ. They play together. He prays with MJ. He reads to MJ. They play football together. They play the Xbox together. Like they do everything together. They're very close. Because he was an only child for four years, of course, that's a big change. Because I know that when I had MJ, it was really hard for me to balance having a baby, having a four-year-old, working, sleeping. It was just a lot for me. All I really wanted to do was sleep. And I and I, very, I lacked in giving them individual time. It was very hard. And so I know that definitely played a factor in his behavior so it's definitely been a challenge then up until now and he's getting older and I feel like if we don't put a stop to it it's only going to get worse before I know it I'm going to look up and he's a teenager and at this point he's going to have more strength he's going to have more height he's going to have more knowledge of things to say and things to do and I don't want the behavior he he shows at school to come home and it gets worse at home and I have no control over that and I don't want him to grow up to be an adult and still have these anger problems don't know how to deal with them and he doesn't handle them in the right way he end up getting in trouble or going to jail and I just I just don't want that for my kid neither one of my kids like I want the best for them and but I'm just out of options and I don't know if there's any other parents going through the same things as I am but I would love to hear you know some of your stories if you have them or if you're facing the same challenges as me just reach out to me send me a message I'll support you you support me we help each other find solutions because I'm really losing it here and a lot of my um, not my kids (laughs) a lot of my friends don't have um, kids versus age so you know all their their kids are MJ's age so they don't really you know know what I'm going through or really have had that experience to let me know so you know just in the meantime all I try to do is try to build him up try to yell less try to give him that one-on-one time and just let him know like you're a great kid you're smart he's very smart his his schoolwork is not a problem but it's starting to be a problem because he's getting 
sent out of the classroom so much that it's affecting his work and he goes to a Spanish school so I can't teach him Spanish he can only learn Spanish at school or you know his homework or you know maybe he has some Spanish learning videos at home besides that I can't teach him that because I don't know that language so if he's not in the classroom learning he's going to miss out on that and he's going to fall behind and I know the last two like what are they called interim reports progress reports um and his report card his he's he's falling behind like tremendously and it sucks to see that because my son is so smart he is a great kid he is a sweet kid he is a loving kid he you know and I feel like only my family they see that sweet side of him everybody doesn't see that side of him so when I'm attending these school meetings and I have the teachers just looking at him like he is just this bad kid and they don't know the other side of him it's frustrating and it makes me once again get defensive because I know what my son is capable of and I know who he is outside of the school environment and I know he is better than what they think he is so it's frustrating for me and I immediately I get defensive and I go off because once again that's just another person outside looking in that's judging the situation and judging him and judging me and I just I don't like it and it's just like I want to I want to take him out of the school but then again I don't because it's a great school I love it there I want MJ to be able to go there but it's like if I don't take him out they're going to kick him out eventually they're going to get tired eventually but I, I'm thankful that they are being patient and they're trying to find every solution. But sometimes I feel like this is the end of the road because what other options do we have? Yeah, maybe homeschool. I've been thinking about homeschool. And they suggested that I take them to children to get evaluated. And then what? They're going to diagnose him with what ADHD and then he's going to be on medication. I don't want that for my kid, you know. I've never seen a kid be on that type of medication, but I didn't hear good things about it. So I don't want to see my kid like that. I don't want to lose him. I don't want to not be able to see his personality shine. I don't want to see him lose his funness, his excitement. I don't want to see him lose that side of him because he has to be on medication and it makes him just seem lifeless and I don't want to do that so that is my last option but like I said I feel like I'm out of options I don't know what else to do it's something's not clicking something's not getting through but something's got to give like I really have to figure something out because I cannot sit and watch his behavior and his anger destroy him and I can't sit back and just not care and give up on him and then he gives up on himself I really don't know especially just raising a male in this world like he I don't know y'all I'm frustrated
I'm frustrated. That's all I can say. I told y'all, like, I really just don't have the words sometimes because it's, I'm overwhelmed. I'm really overwhelmed. I don't know. Like I said, hit me up if you guys are having any of the same issues. Message me. Um, email me. If you have my number, text me. Anything, any advice that you have for me. Or like I said, if you're going through the same problem, we can help each other through it. I don't know if there's any type of support groups or anything. I've been trying to keep him involved in activities. He did football, but now it's time for him to do something else. And I'm kind of stuck with that too because it's like with him getting in trouble, I'm trying to be strict on him and holding him accountable for excuse me his bad behavior so when he's in trouble he's not allowed to do anything so doing extra activities is kind of like i want him to do extra activities to stay active and it's just something positive he could be doing but i also don't want to let him do it because i feel like that's a reward and he feels like that's a reward so if he goes to school and he's getting in trouble he's gonna sit home but he gets to go do this extracurricular activity he thinks, oh, I can get away with it because he thinks like that. He knows what he can get away with. He knows who he can be around and who will let him get away with certain things and who won't. So, like I said, he's smart. He knows. Like, So, uh, that's another challenge. I don't know what to do about that either. Hmm. I don't know. But besides, you know, things with my kids... I've been battling with anxiety and depression, which I've never been depressed before in my life. Not that I know of. You know, when you're younger, you think that life is just so hard and just horrible. So I don't count that. But as an adult, I think maybe when I was in my unhealthy, abusive relationship, I was depressed, but I didn't recognize it at the time. But so this is my first time that I actually know and I recognize it and I'm actually taking things for it. So, you know, I try not to rely on medication, but I know I have some days where I'm just completely overwhelmed and nothing that I'm doing is working. So I have that as as an option um, I've been sleeping less, eating less, communicating with people less. Like, I've damn near distanced myself from my entire family. My entire family, I, I really do not. I talk to a few people here and there. But from where I used to be to now, it's a big difference. I used to be around my family so much. And now it's to the point where holidays come. I ain't going around. I ain't going around you. I'm keeping my distance. I got a new number. Didn't give it out. Removed people from my social media. I blocked people. Like I completely distanced myself. And it's mainly because not that I'm really mad at anyone. Like there are some things that may have frustrated me about my family. But when I am stressed. And I'm overwhelmed and I'm going through a lot. I shut down and I stay to myself. And your family, and not just my family, I would just say anybody. When I try to, when I try to open up and I try to explain, you know, 
what I'm going through or how I'm feeling, I'm very misunderstood. Mainly because I suck at telling people how I feel or explaining myself. Like, I will say something, maybe not thinking all the way through, or it makes sense in my head, but to the other person, they be looking at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? So, that's one issue why I misunderstood, but... You know, a lot of people, I feel like they view others like themselves. So if you can handle a situation and you can be strong, but the next person can, you're looking at them like you're weak. Like, why are you mad about that? Why are you tripping over that? Like, and I think that's so fucked up because everybody does not have the same strength as you. Everybody does not handle situations the same as you. Everybody just handle things differently they view things differently everybody is different their mind is different so you can't expect people to handle things the way you would handle them because they're not you and so as I'm talking to people and I'm trying to explain to myself explain myself how I'm feeling and they're just looking at me like okay you ain't the only person that go through problems okay it could be worse and it's just like I didn't fucking ask you what the fuck everybody else is going through. I didn't fucking ask you to belittle my feelings and what the hell I'm going through. I'm just asking for you to fucking listen. You acting like you care. You acting like you want to know what's going on. I'm telling you, just shut the fuck up with your negativity. And it's like I can take criticism. I can take people being bold, and that's fine. You can do that, but don't make me feel like you're belittling my feelings because I have feelings too. I have struggles too. And just because other people have struggles doesn't mean I have to act like mine don't fucking matter. Because mine matter, the next person matter, and the person after that matter. Everybody's fucking problems matter. So whatever I'm dealing with, I'm able to feel some type of way about it. So fuck how you feel. It's about how I feel. So that's why I choose to not talk to people about what the hell I'm going through. Because they don't understand. They don't try to understand. And they just want to look at you like your problems are fucking small. And maybe they are. Like there's a lot of bigger things going on in the world. And I get that. And I am sensitive to that. I am sensitive to everybody going through stuff. I pray for our world. I pray for everybody. I pray for my friends. I pray for my enemies. I pray for... Any person, even if I don't know you personally, I follow you on social media and I see you're going through something, you lost somebody, you're asking for prayer, I'm going to pray for you. That's just what type of person I am. But at the same time, I give a fuck about my problems. I give a fuck about my feelings. So I'm going to acknowledge it. And if I want to feel some type of way about it, damn it, I'm going to feel some type of way about it. And I don't need the next person telling me my problems are small compared to the next person. Or they got problems too. I know you got problems too, but so do I. And my problems matter to me. So, if you're not going to give a fuck and you're just not going to lend me your ear, then I don't want to talk to you about it. So, I'd rather just keep it to myself. But also, bottling up your feelings doesn't help you. I know it doesn't help me because once I get to a certain point and I've held so much in, I'm exploding and I'm going off on the first person that's around me, the first person that pissed me off. Even if they didn't cause my other issues, if you piss me off, I'm taking it out on you and that's not right. So I try to re- relieve my stress in other ways, listening to music, writing out my feelings, praying about it talking to somebody that I know will be honest with me and also who I know that deals with the same challenges as me and also I love to talk to people who maybe have been in that place or are in that place 
anymore so they've already overcome these challenges and they can tell me you know how they handle it how they have handled it um and just give me some advice i definitely love to talk to older people um because they've had more experience because sometimes if you're talking to somebody who's not in a good place they probably can you know rub negativity off on you and that's not a good thing because your your whole purpose is to feel better is to be more positive and to grow and to not stay in a negative mindset so sometimes I like to talk to people who are not in in the same place as me that's pretty much how I I handle things but prayer when I say prayer is the most amazing thing ever praying and once you pray leave your problems there you give them to God and you let it go so once you pray about it don't keep dwelling on it don't keep being upset don't keep crying about it don't keep being angry you pray about it and you move forward with your day and you put the problems behind you that helps me so much because when I stress my stress is so bad that I have chest pains and I can't breathe and then I feel like I gotta go to the damn hospital I'm not trying to risk my health because I'm stressing about shit that's out of my control So when I pray about it, I give them to God and I go on with my day. And I've been doing that a lot more lately and it's been amazing. I can't tell you the last time I've had chest pain from stress. So like I said, I'm thankful for the growth that I've made from the beginning of the the year till now. And I still have a lot, lot of work to do, but I'm thankful for where I am I'm really thankful and God never fails me when I say he makes a way when you feel like there's no way he literally makes a way it's been so many problems and I'm like damn I don't know how I'm gonna do this I don't know how I'm gonna take care of this I don't know how I'm gonna take care of that but you know what I'm gonna pray about it I'm gonna give it to God it'll work itself out and when I say the same day or maybe the next day it works itself out it works itself out like it's it's a it's a fact that God is real and I don't I don't know why everybody doesn't believe in that 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 ain't my that ain't my business but he's real and when I say praying to him and giving it to God and not worrying about it is the best way to go that's the best way to go and that is the best thing I've done this year is trusting God and worrying and worrying less being more positive stressing less and just having in my mind that things will work out that's the best thing I've done this year the best thing um but I'm gonna get I'm gonna get on to work um I apologize that the show is not as long as it usually is and it may not be uh really exciting but I just want it to give you guys something and I wanted just to share my feelings and my thoughts and things that I've been going through and I know you know one of our biggest goals was to connect with you guys and help you guys most importantly you know we're trying to help ourselves as well but along the way we want to pull people up with us we are not I am not the type of person that is trying to move up but I can watch other people fail. If I can help you while and help myself at the same time, I'm doing that. You know, I always, I feel like one of my purpose 
one of my purposes in life is to help other people. It's just something I love to do. And I always yell and scream like, I'm not a people person, but I will help help you. I will give you my last. That's just what I do. I may not be, you know, a very, very big on communicating my feelings or communicating how I feel. But one way that you know if I care is by me being there for you. It could be the smallest thing. I don't I don't care what it is. I will help anybody that I care about. And I'm just always trying to lend a hand. Even if you need $5 and I only got $5, I'm giving you $5. Just because that's just the type of person I am. I'm, I'm very caring. I'm very selfless. I just want everybody to be happy and I want everybody to succeed and I want to see all the people around me, you know, growing and succeeding in life. That's just, that's just me. So, I'm not always mean. Everybody thinks I'm so mean and they may show on my face that I'm mean or I'm not approachable. But when you get to know me, it's a totally different person. And I don't really open up to a lot of people either. You know, I, I do... I'm very shy and I'm very standoffish and I'm like very antisocial but once you get to know me it's it's a different side of me so once again please reach out if you guys have any questions or you guys are going through the same struggles as I am and we'll be back next week um have a great weekend bye